pay attention to the little things that you do that make people happy um, because you never know what it's going to be. And last week the title was from, from There to Here. And this week the title is From Here to There. And um, Chuck Elston came in this morning and he said, and, and Chuck and Becky put up the sign and he goes, that was a great title. It's so easy to change the sign. I loved it. <laughs> he says, I, I hope people understand what we do here. <laughs> but it was from there, the history and the past and who we are coming forward to the here and the present. And this Sunday, it's sort of a little bit of from here to there, how do we get into the future? And for those of you who are um, guests this morning, visitors, I would say, and guests this morning, um, you've walked into Pledge Month, I, if you hadn't noticed. So I hope there'll be connections here that, that work for you. But what I did was um, I tried to bring the importance of this gathering, this congregation, not because it's Unitarian Universalist necessarily, but because it's here and it's a voice uh, into of a different way to orient, to be religious and to be involved and engaged in the world. And I brought it into the big picture and then into our lives and trying to hold up how much this group, this space, this congregation means to us, each of us, and then means to our town and the ongoing voice and contributions of the religious orientation that is Unitarian Universalism and place it and us in an ongoing stream. Also, the theme of this month is journey. And I didn't notice last week, but what's the title of this supplement? It's Singing the Journey. And it's a supplement to singing the living tradition, which is this evolving, changing tradition. And we talked about different things, but even this morning, um, Bill Elder said to me over in the office before I came over, he, he said, um, guess what Mayor Voke is doing in Hendersonville? And we'd spoken about this. Mayor Voke is declaring... June 8th as Gay Pride Day. Who would have thought it? <laughs> in Hendersonville. And I met with the planning committee this last week. And what I want to hold up again is that that happening in Hendersonville and that story, we were played a role and a part in that conversation and in that coming out in to the world and into Hendersonville and taking form in that place. So it's again, you were there, we were there, this place, this voice is a part of Hendersonville and how it changes. And we marveled and appreciated the history and the efforts, the commitment of and people who were here. And Wendell um, and Deanna Capes spoke about it. And one of the things, we're going to sing Fire of Commitment, and it's, if I can remember, I think it's 1028 without looking at, um, looking at it. And one of the lines in it says, when our hunger and our passion 
meet to call us on our way. When we are drawn out of the routine by the energy of life and right relationship to do and be and feel alive, what they dreamed and started now is ours to do. We talked about how the founders, except for Wendell, Indiana, are gone. And the staff is about to retire. But look around. Look at who you are and look at where you are. And then think back to what Wendell said. You are right now more than 20 people meeting in the Girl Scout cabin where on a cold day you could see the speaker's breath. That's what Wendell shared with us. And there were no children at that time. So I want you to think about that now and every one of you in this space, in this moment, you are the new founders. You are the people whose presence is founding new life, fresh vision. And the line in the fire of commitment says, where our promise finds fulfillment and our future can begin. It begins from this moment going forward. And we have to behave as such. We have to do it, but with a difference. Our established community and the trust of experience go with us. That's different than what the founders had. They just came and said, let's start something because we need it. We get to start something because it needs to be different and new and have fresh vision. It's a time of transition. And I would say to you that where you are right now is good. I, as I retire, there's going to be, and there's a committee getting prepared to do this, there's going to be an interim minister come in. And I've heard anxiety about, can we get one? Can we get a person to do that? Well, I talked to the transitions director, Keith Cron, this last week, and I was talking to him about some other things, and I, I happened to ask him, and he says in this very calm voice, because he knows this stuff, he goes, two things. He says, I think you'll be good. He says, I think you'll be good. He says, you're in the Asheville area. You're a strong congregation. You've been around a while. He said, the ones who have issues are small. And he said, and then he said, and when you raise your budget and show that you can do that, he said, the ministers will come. He says, I think you'll be good. And when Keith speaks that way, I listen. And I believe him because he knows. And then I would say, as far as the anxiety about new staff, um, you're getting new staff, and you're getting good staff. They've just hired new, and we're looking at different areas, and people are coming. Look at how family ministry is working downstairs. So even as you're feeling anxious, know that you've got it, that you're good. You're anxious because it's transition time. It's not because it's a bad time. And we're adjusting to the founders being gone and you, us, having to step into their space. That's another transition move. 
So now we move from here to there. Where is there? That's the thing. The there is unclear. What is clear is that it can't be found by just narrowly focusing on where we are now. We're here for a reason. Not just to be here, but we're here for the sacred wholeness that is more than ourselves. We're here for a reason that we inherit from the past and that we now have to discover how to carry into a new future. In June of 2016, John Dorhauer, who is the president of the United Church of Christ, spoke to the UU ministers gathered during ministry days at General Assembly. It was in Columbus, Ohio. I know some of you are Ohio State crazies. I'd never been to Columbus, Ohio before. <clears throat> he began by saying the uplifting statement that churches are dying. <clears throat> 3,500 churches close around the nation each year. But then he spoke about the need for becoming what he called an emergent church, church 201 or 301, you know, creative, responsive organizations connecting with people's lives and their hunger for deeper, broader meaning. He said it's important as an organization to evolve, to be the foundation for emergent initiatives. It was exciting. I talked with him afterwards about what we were doing. I talked about our soul food gatherings at the time, the meetings I was having with um, director of yoga studio in town to see if there was an affiliated way to be together, our spirituality on tap. And he affirmed all those things. And then he added, just keep trying, just keep experimenting. And when those groups fade or fall apart, don't think of them as failures. Just keep trying. Then November, a year ago, I attended a memorial service at Harvard Divinity School for Richard R. Niebuhr, who was a professor, my favorite professor while I was there. And I visited Dudley Rose, who had been one of my senior advisors, and now he's the associate dean for ministerial studies. And I talked about to him about our message and trying to meet people where they are with what we have to offer. How do you do that? How we were trying to figure that out. And he told me about this study called How We Gather. It was a study started by two divinity school students to look at how, quote, millennials are finding and building communities of meaning and belonging. Communities of meaning and belonging. That's language we use, and I would say we understand. Their early work has now morphed into a groundbreaking study of organizations that they say are effectively unbundling and remixing the functions historically performed by traditional religious institutions. It's a collaboration with the Divinity School, the Fetzer Institute, and On Being. They've been working with churches around the country to see how they might, quote, transform to meet a rising generation. They're actually looking at the journey from here to there. We're there in language that we would use here, where there is an ongoing strong presence and voice here in Henderson County 
for an inclusive orientation to love and justice and soulful, faithful living. Here's what they did. How We Gather found six themes that they say comprise the cultural DNA of the growing movement of religiously, and what did Liz call herself before she came here? Unaffiliated. Unaffiliated. Religiously unaffiliated. Six themes that you would write on your card when asked what you yearn for. And I quote, six themes. One, community. Valuing and fostering deep relationships that center on service to others. Personal transformation. Making a conscious and dedicated effort to develop one's own body, mind, and spirit. Social transformation. Pursuing justice and beauty in the world, although are through the creation of networks for good. Purpose finding, clarifying or articulating and acting on one's personal mission in life. Creativity, allowing time and space to activate the imagination and engage in play. And then accountability, holding oneself and others responsible for working towards defined goals. I'm the first settled minister, full-time settled minister here. And our existing organizational structure is for a congregation before a full-time settled minister. It's for a congregation of volunteers who haven't had the experience of organizing and volunteering with professional staff as a part of that group. They focused on the institution and keeping it going. They had to. But it's not really focused on that responsive, accountable, creative, transformational organization that it can be. Now you have the institution, the experience for the vision of how to move forward. You can move into vision, fresh vision, new life. You've had the foresight to begin to prepare for a difference, to found a new future. It has the boring name of a governance task force. But those characteristics we listed, community, personal transformation, social transformation, purpose finding, creativity, and accountability are all characteristics that the governance task force, and then it gets worse, it's called the GTF, are looking at to guide the design of the structure of this organization. Just like we used our spiritual orientation to inform the sanctuary redesign. It wasn't just created willy-nilly. It emerged out of who we are and who we want to be. We are using this underlying understanding to design how we will look for the future. And then those studies showed a seventh characteristic. They didn't list it in the sixth, but one that, that they said in everybody included and that overarched all the others. People are searching for collective well-being. And they used the language that said a circle that encompasses us all. Think about that language. That is who we are. That is the message we share. Listen to the language of the circle that encompasses us all. We talk about using our chalice as what? A compass. For what? 
orienting ourselves in the bigger picture so that we are free to move in these transformative ways. You are poised with message and understanding, community and resources. You are ready for the journey from here to there. You are ready to lead. You are ready to continue and to continue to evolve, to emerge into this exciting, life-filled, life-giving future. You are now the keepers and sharers of gifts and strengths that are you. You, uniquely you. That would be you, you, you. That are uniquely you. UUFH, this congregation, has a voice unlike anywhere else. It has a voice that needs to be heard. It has a voice that people are seeking. It has a voice of and for a future connected in hope and bringing together the wisdom of goodness for all. So when you hear the pledge team say their slogan, building the foundations of our dreams, know that you are the new founders of the 